Hey there, welcome to the Next Level Nutrition Biz Podcast. I'm your host, Stephanie Long, business coach for nutritionists. I help nutritionists just like you create and launch their business and sign their first high paying client. In this podcast, you'll learn practical strategies to start and grow your nutrition business that you can implement right away. You'll also hear from a ton of guests who have started their own thriving nutrition businesses and share what they've learned throughout their journey. Let's get started. Hey, welcome back to the podcast. So this is actually attempt number two at me recording the podcast today. I actually recorded an entire episode and when I went and played it back as I normally do just before hitting um, post, I like to just make sure everything sounds good and I was having trouble with my microphone. So I am re-recording it. It's actually 9.20 p.m. the day before this is coming out and I am using my headphones. So that's just a reminder to you that you do not need all of the tech equipment to get started. And I knew that, you know, you guys still really needed to hear um, about today's topic and it didn't really matter what the sound sounded like and the message was more important. So (laughs) hopefully take number two goes really, really well. So today I wanted to talk about marketing your nutrition business. This is something I talk about all the time with my one-on-one clients and my students inside of Launch Your Nutrition Biz, you know, introducing marketing strategies to them and something that I get questions about all the time. You know, where should I be focusing my attention? Should I be focusing all of my attention on social media? Do I need to be doing reels? Do I need to be dancing and pointing? Um, Do I need to spend time blogging? What about, you know, YouTube or Pinterest or LinkedIn? There's so many questions about where we should be spending our time and putting our efforts and I know it can feel so so confusing so today I just wanted to break down all of the different marketing strategies that I really love teaching about and then we're going to talk a little bit about how to find the right one for you because that's really the key here we don't want to try every marketing strategy out that we're learning Um, we want to really find what's going to work best for you and your audience and where you really want to put your energy towards because let's say Somebody could tell you YouTube is the best strategy, but if you know that it's gonna be so difficult for you to get on video and show up and you're gonna put it off for days or months or years, it's not gonna be a good strategy for you. So again, this is all about finding what's gonna work best for you and your business. Now, before we get started, I just wanted to share some super exciting news with you. Now, depending on when you're listening to this podcast episode, if you're listening to this when it comes out on April 6th, I actually just today launched a new group program called Market Your Nutrition Biz which is all about marketing your nutrition business, teaching you how to master your marketing so that you're bringing on consistent nutrition clients. Now, this is for you if you're very stuck on what kind of content you should be creating, you feel like you're never, you never have any content ideas, that you're always kind of trying to figure out where you should be spending your time and energy, um, or you might try one marketing strategy and it doesn't work for you, and maybe you're hearing crickets and you're not signing any clients, this program's gonna teach you all about in depth all of the marketing strategies for growing your nutrition business and then is going to come up with your step-by-step marketing plan and teach you how to track what's working in your marketing and what's not working so that you can focus your attention and your time on what's working to really grow your business. Now, if this sounds like something you're interested in, I want to invite you to check out stephanielong.ca slash marketing. 
We actually get started on May 16th. So you have a little bit of time um, before the group starts, but definitely get in now, grab that discount and um, join the group. It's gonna be a really great way to learn how to grow and market your nutrition business. So again, stephanielong.ca slash marketing to check all of that information out. Okay, so let's actually dig into talking about the basis of marketing your nutrition business. Again, in my group program, we're going to go into depth in all of this, but this is really what you need to know um, to get started with your marketing. So what is nutrition marketing? So when it comes time to open the doors to your nutrition business and start working with your clients, you're probably going to find yourself struggling to fill your practice, or at least that was my experience. You know, I opened my doors. I was ready to go. I had a few clients trickle in, like mostly friends and family, and then crickets. So I was really struggling to fill that practice. And mainly, I didn't really know where to be focusing my time and energy. And it's, you know, likely that in school um, you learned how to actually work with clients, but you probably didn't really receive a full rundown of how to find those clients to begin with. And this is where nutrition marketing comes in. So marketing is essentially the act of promoting your business, your offers, and your services to the public so that they understand who you are and how you can serve them. So one way to look at this is when starting a nutrition business, 80% of your time should be spent marketing your nutrition business, while the other 20% of your time will be working with clients. Now, I know so many of us spend 80% of the time creating client handouts and you know um, really focusing more on the client piece, but we really need to flip the script and spend more of our time marketing to actually get the clients in the door. And you know, making this change or this mindset shift is going to really put you in the position to be serious about your business and to look at yourself as a marketer first. So um, in turn, spending a majority of time on marketing is going to ultimately help you to sign clients, fill your practice and grow a thriving nutrition business, which is what we all want at the end of the day. So I want to share with you a couple of my favorite um, marketing strategies for your nutrition business. And the first one is social media. So for a lot of business owners, social media platforms like Instagram, Facebook, LinkedIn, or TikTok um, end up being the main way that they market their nutrition business. And this is for a good reason, because social media is a fantastic way to build a community of raving fans or to really get to know your community. And by sharing helpful, educational, and inspirational content on social media, you really have a good chance of being able to turn your community into paying clients. So there are a lot of pros to building a business on social media, um, but here's the caveat and something that I find myself or even a lot of my clients say this as well, is that you probably are going to find yourself on a hamster wheel of content creation. So you're constantly having to create new content and new content and new content. And the unfortunate thing is that social media content has a really short shelf life, right? You create something and it's gone. The algorithm kind of takes it away or it's there for a day. People are commenting and liking um, and then it's gone. And then you have to create something new. Uh, so 
this can be a con to only growing on social media because you have to constantly be creating content and new and fresh content. And then, you know, the content's essentially gone and it's not living on a platform like a blog or like YouTube where people can search it and find it over and over. Um, once we put it on Instagram or Facebook, it's, it's you know, kind of gone for good unless somebody goes back and rereads all of your posts, which doesn't always happen. So, that being said, you should still be utilizing social media, um, depending, you know, if that's going to be your one way to grow your business, you're going to have to put a lot of time and energy there. And if you're growing your business in other ways and using different marketing strategies, uh, social media can just be one of the strategies you're using. So one thing you really want to consider when starting with social media or growing on social media is considering where your ideal clients are actually spending their time. So for example, let's say you're working with women over 50, they might not really be on Instagram, they might be on Facebook more so. Or maybe you're working with busy professionals and they're actually spending their time on LinkedIn. So it wouldn't really make sense for you to maybe get a TikTok account and start using TikTok if that's not where your audience is really living. So that's definitely something to consider. So I want you to think of social media as a way to nurture your community and invite them to take the next step with you. So we don't want to just like only support our community on social media and never say join my email list or follow me on my blog or give them another action to take. We really want to invite them to join us elsewhere and to continue the conversation elsewhere. So yeah, like I mentioned, joining your email list, listening to you on a podcast, um, or one of the other strategies I'm going to teach you today um, are what you can actually use as that call to action for them to take the next step with you. So that's social media. And now the next one I want to share is email marketing. Now, one of the main reasons I love email marketing and growing an email list is that you can connect with your audience without worrying about social media algorithms, outages, or your competitor's content getting in the way. Because let's just think about this for a second. Somebody logs onto social media and depending who they're following, they're seeing post after post after post and there's lots of noise in that space. But when we are actually sending emails to our audience and the emails are funneling into their email inbox, people are a little bit more, they take a little bit more consideration and care usually when going through their emails, right? They might take, you know, 10 minutes out of their day to purse through their emails and they're going to take a little bit more time um, where with social media, things just move so much faster. And 99% of consumers check their email every day. So we know that likely your content is going to be read. So my favorite um, thing to do here is actually repurpose content that you're creating in other places like social media or maybe a blog and actually send that same or similar content out to your email list. So kind of repurposing a post and sending that out to your email list. So the key here is to really repurpose and share that information multiple times in multiple places and not worry that you're going to annoy somebody, right? You want to be rest assured that either somebody hasn't seen the content or they're going to be happy to see it again for a second or a third time. Sometimes people need to see things multiple times for it to really kind of seep in and them to really sit down and consider what you're saying. So popping into someone's inbox is a more authentic, intimate way to share about the goings on in your business or, um, 
you know, what's happening with your nutrition programs or a new offer you're putting out. And this is going to be likely more intimate than social media ever could be. Because again, you're popping in someone's inbox and you can really speak directly to that person. So that's why I love email marketing. The next thing I want to talk about is blogging. Now, I've become a really big fan of blogging as of late. I started a blog in January of 2022, and I've already seen so much progress with my blog posts. In fact, one of my first blog posts that I did called How to Start a Nutrition Business has now made it to the first page in Google in just over two months. And I have something called the feature snippet. So when someone searches how to start a nutrition business, my blog post comes up and I have a little snippet that has been pulled from the blog post for people to read and engage them to click into the post to read more. And I've seen a lot of traffic coming to my website through that blog post. And I even signed one of my high paying one-on-one clients through a Google search. So that just goes to show that spending time creating content that is going to be shown on Google really makes sense. So the key to blogging is to write engaging, helpful content that is being searched by your ideal clients or niche. So a lot of us just start blogging and we wanna talk about whatever we wanna talk about, but the key is to actually do some market research to see what people are searching about your niche and what are the questions that they have. And then you're gonna create content answering those exact questions. Now, if you're wondering how you're gonna figure out what people are searching for, I have a few tools for you to get started with. So a few tools that I really love are Ubersuggest, Google Trends, Answer the Public, or the YouTube search bar. Again, Uber suggests Google Trends, answer the public YouTube search bar. All of these are websites, well, YouTube is YouTube, but for the most part, these are all websites that have the ability for you to search and see what other people are searching on the internet. So for example, on Uber suggest, you could use their platform and you could write something like um, heal my hormones. And then you'll actually see what people are searching around that topic. You're gonna see the exact words that they're searching. Same, if you use something like the YouTube search bar and you write heal my hormones or heal, heal your hormones, you're gonna see what people are saying in YouTube and searching for there. So it's a great way to really get into the head of what people are really looking for support with. So once you decide on your blog topic, you're going to have the best success for ranking in Google search by writing a post with over, I'd say a thousand to 1500 words. And we want to keep our post educational and don't worry about giving away too much information for free by sharing lots of high quality information in your blog post. You're showcasing how much knowledge and understanding you have about a topic. And thus you're going to, um, when the audience's trust, right? If people know that you're very knowledgeable on a subject and you have lots of tangible takeaways for them, they're going to trust that you can actually help them, you know, in your one-on-one program or with some kind of offer that you have, right? If this is free, what else can they teach me? What, how else can they support me? And, you know, the magic is that once they start working with you, you can give them that more intimate one-on-one support or just that coaching support that they really need to make a change. So again, don't worry about giving away your best stuff for free. There's still so much more you can support people with inside of your programs. 
And then a pro tip when you're blogging is to include um, what is called a call to action in your blog post. So you're basically calling someone to take an action and you could say something like sign up for my email list, or you can even add a button to schedule, to schedule a discovery call right into your blog post. So you wanna tell your audience, take this next step now that you're done reading this blog post. The next marketing strategy that I wanna share is podcasting. Now, if it isn't obvious, I absolutely love podcasting. I've been doing it now for three years, which is pretty crazy when you think about it, but it's honestly been one of my personal favorite ways to market my business and grow my audience. I love, you know, being able to share content with all of you. And I have really the best community when it comes to those of you that listen to the podcast and podcasts are a fantastic way to communicate with your audience and share your knowledge. And what I love about podcasts is that it's one of, honestly, one of the only content sources where people actually go from start to finish. So um, it's pretty likely that when someone listens listens to a podcast episode, they're gonna listen to the whole thing through, you know, start to finish. Where when someone reads a blog post, they might just skim through it, or maybe a YouTube video, they'll kind of skip through the parts to find what they wanna watch. But with a podcast, people usually, you know, listen to the whole thing. So that this means, um, you're gonna have a really high chance that the majority of your content is being consumed by a highly captive audience and your podcast listeners are likely to take an action that you ask them to take. So this could be you know, asking them to leave a review, sign up for your email list, attend one of your workshops, or share your podcast with a friend to get your, you know, your podcast or your business in front of more eyes, which is amazing, you're gonna grow your audience. Another reason why podcasts are a great nutrition marketing strategy is that you can grow your audience and reach um, by inviting guests on to your uh, podcast, and then they're going to share with their audience and that's going to grow your reach as well. So it's a really great way to cultivate your own community and to grow your community by having strategic guests on your podcast. Another strategy that I absolutely love and one that I wish I actually started a whole lot sooner was a YouTube channel. So if there's any advice I could give right now and you are good with being on camera, I highly suggest starting a YouTube channel. And the reason is, is that YouTube has more than 2 billion active users on it and it actually has a search engine built right into it. So let me kind of show you what I mean here. So with a podcast, it's very unlikely somebody's going to go to, let's say the Apple podcast app and search something like how to start a nutrition business. Probably not gonna happen. Um, where somebody is more likely to go to YouTube and, and search you know, how to start a nutrition business and then my video is gonna come up and that's a way that I can create content that somebody's actually searching for and they can easily find that content. So that means that people are using YouTube as a way to search for information and by creating educational and entertaining content on that platform, you'll have a chance to rank in the search and capture a new audience. So here's kind of the ultimate marketing plan. You know, if I could go back and start from the beginning, here's probably what I would have done. And this is actually what I'm um, starting to do moving forward in my business. So step one would be to choose a topic for your content that is searched by your ideal client. So this could be, again, going to the YouTube um, search bar and see what people are writing. You could use Ubersuggest, you could use Google Trends, all of those um, platforms I mentioned earlier in this episode. So you would find your topic. And then what I would suggest you do is step two, record and 
record and post an educational YouTube video speaking on this topic. Step three, you're going to strip the audio and post that as a podcast episode. And then step four, you're going to take that audio and transcribe it into written form and post that as a blog. So now you've taken one piece of content, that YouTube video, now it's in video form, it's in audio form on a podcast, and it's in written form on your blog. Now, again, this is like the ultimate plan. You might not be able to do all of this at the beginning, but if you want to be super strategic and really repurpose all of your content, this is a great plan that you could follow. Okay, the next marketing strategy, one that's very underrated is Pinterest. So one way to get even more reach and eyes on the content you've already created is by posting it on Pinterest. So Pinterest is another underrated search engine where users go with a specific search intent, right? It's very likely that someone goes to Pinterest and they're searching for blood sugar balancing meals or 20 minute meals, or maybe like healthy snacks. So, you know, as nutritionists, as health coaches, as people that are working with, you know, more like food and wellness and things like that, Pinterest is a great tool because people are going there for nutrition advice, for meal plans, for recipe pins. So don't miss out on actually taking the content you've already created and pinning it onto Pinterest. And when you pin it onto Pinterest, let's say you created a blog post, you created a little pin image, you pin it to Pinterest, and then when someone clicks on that, it will lead them back to your blog post. So it's a really great cycle of, you know, using Pinterest to send traffic back to your website so that you're ranking um, on Google because you're getting more traffic to your site. So again, Pinterest is a great one. Um, I wouldn't like only do Pinterest as your only strategy, but it's a great one to do in conjunction with all of the other strategies you're doing so that you're repurposing what you've already created on this platform. So again, Pinterest can't say enough good things about it. Uh, The next one that I want to share, and there's two left, um, and I just do want to preface this again by saying, you know, as you're listening to me talk about this, really start to feel into which strategy feels best to you and you can see yourself doing for the long term Um, and finding one that you can really just start right now. And that's where this next strategy comes in, and that is guest podcasting and guest blogging. Now, if you're looking for a quicker way to grow your audience and you don't want to put in the time to set up your whole own podcast or put in the work to create your whole own blog, you might want to consider guest podcasting or guest blogging, where essentially you're going to somebody else's podcast or blog and, you know, sharing your information, you're sharing your education, and you're going to an audience that has already been built and there's already trust there. And then when you are sharing information, you have the ability to pull that audience over to become your audience. So this is really, really great. And this is a way that I've grown my business as well. I've actually had multiple people work with me and join my programs after hearing me on a podcast or after reading a blog that I did for like a partner company that I work with. Uh, Okay, so what you would do for pitching to be a guest podcast or a guest blog would be um, to really share with that person or with that company how much value you're going to bring to their audience and do the hard work for them and actually let them know what you could speak on. So what topics you're really excited about or that you feel educated on and tell them I could talk about XYZ topics because if you don't pitch and tell them what you could bring to their audience, they might not know how you're going to fit in or what the benefit will be for them. So we really 
want to lead with telling them how we can support their audience best. And if we're doing any kind of guest opportunity, we definitely want to leave them with a call to action to either follow us, join our email list, or kind of give them a call to action of how they can learn more about us and our services. So again, if you're doing a guest opportunity, leave all of your information at the end so people know where to find you. And that's going to be a great way to pull that audience over to your audience. Now, the last one I want to talk about is word of mouth marketing or referrals, um, talking about past clients and how to utilize past client relationships or collaborations. Now, All of these strategies are more underrated, I find, especially in the online marketing world. Um, Some people kind of forget about referrals or collaborations or, you know, just word of mouth. And these are great ways to grow your business. In fact, I was able to grow my own um, successful nutrition business based almost solely on referrals from another nutritionist. And many of my own clients have also built their businesses based on referrals um, from other practitioners. So this is a great way to, you know, think outside the box of how to to market and grow your business. So here are three ways to leverage um, word of mouth marketing. So the first one is to connect with other practitioners like naturopaths or medical doctors, chiropractors, so on, and let them know how you can further support their clients with your services. So, you know, here's how I could help some of your clients. And then you can also even suggest you'll send referral clients their way as well. So that's one way. The next is to check in with any past clients you might have worked with or case study clients you might have worked with in school and offer them some kind of incentive like a free session or a free meal plan for every new client they send your way. This is going to give them that incentive to actually, you know, reach out and let people know like their friends and family how much you help them and then send them your way. And you can really, again, grow a thriving practice just based on referrals like this. The third thing is to collaborate with other practitioners in and out of your niche to grow your audience. So you could be doing things like social media lives, takeovers, guest expert trainings. And the thing here is you probably don't want to work with somebody that's like your exact competitor. So it wouldn't be like another nutritionist. Let's say you're a hormone nutritionist focusing on PMS. You probably wouldn't, you know, collaborate with someone else that's also doing PMS. Maybe you'd work with someone who's doing women's health. So they're similar to your niche, but they're not a direct competitor. So that's a great way to collaborate and really grow your audience. So I hope that all of those marketing strategies were very helpful for you and that really just got your your head kind of going with, okay, here's some things that I can do outside of the box and, you know, just social media because so many of us just go straight to social and we don't actually think about other ways to grow our business. But I do want to reiterate, like I've said a few times in this episode, it's not about trying all of these strategies. It's about, you know, really finding the ones that are going to work for you and leverage your skills and then trying those things out, you know, committing to these um, strategies for like three months, six months, nine months, and really seeing if they're working, you know, after a couple of months, if you're really putting in the work to let's say blog and you're really creating optimized blog posts and and they're falling flat and they're not ranking on Google, maybe that strategy is not working for you. So, you know, one key thing here is we also want to be, you know, from time to time looking and tracking what's working and what's not working and then do less of what's not working and focus more of our time on what is working. That is key in marketing. It's all about testing and all about seeing, you know, where you should really be to putting your time and energy. 
So I'm going to leave it there. But before we go, I just wanted to remind you that my new group program, Market Your Nutrition Biz, which is an eight week group program, is now open for enrollment and it's $400 off um, to join before April 14th. So definitely head to stephanielong.ca slash marketing to learn more and join if you feel like it's a really good fit for you. We're going to cover so much, so much more beyond what we talked about here today. And I'm going to give you the actually actual strategies for how to blog and end up on the first page of Google for how to pitch to be a guest on a podcast and actually get those guest opportunities for how to leverage things like Pinterest and your email list and social media to sign clients. I really want you to walk away with your step-by-step marketing plan that works for you. So this isn't cookie cutter. You know, everybody has to walk away with the same marketing plan. You're going to leave knowing your strategy and what to focus your time and your attention on to grow your nutrition business and sign those consistent clients at the end of that eight week program. So again, you can go to stephanielong.ca slash marketing to learn more and to join us inside. I really hope you do. I'm super excited for this. And these are things that I have in my toolbox for the last seven, maybe even almost eight years now (laughs) of being an entrepreneur. And I can't wait to share them with you and really impact your nutrition business in a positive way. So definitely check it out, stephanielong.ca slash marketing, and I'll see you there. Thanks for listening in. If you like this episode, feel free to leave us a review, share the episode with a friend, or take us on social media. Catch you next time.